Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. You know, you have spoken about a very, very important theme, uh, and that is that the activist portion, the, the collectivists are active. They are fiercely dedicated to an agenda that involves the stealing of our individual rights. The rights that God has given us are what we call natural law rights. The point is they are active every single day. They don't stop on Sunday, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They are working tirelessly to take from us that which is not only our birthright, but our God-given rights, our natural law rights that come from God himself. Uh, They work every day at that. We cannot afford to sit back and let it happen. And you have so eloquently stated that. I wish you'd state it again, because that is what people need to hear. We cannot afford to be complacent, can we? No. No, complacency gets you into trouble. Because once, you know, if you bring it down to a toy, if, if you have you know kids playing in the park, and somebody wants your toy, your ball, or whatever you're playing with, once they have it in their hand, they number one, they will expand more energy to get what you have, and number two, they will double that to keep you from getting it back. You know, and if you put that into politics, uh, they already have shown that they have no respect for our voting rights, no respect for our lives, no respect for our laws, no respect for the idea of, of that God has given us those rights, and they will fight tooth and toenail to uh, take that away from us and put us under their thumb. And that is what Hitler did put uh, the the population under a thumb where you can't even breathe. And that is what uh, uh, the people that you mentioned, uh, you know, that's what they want. They don't care about anybody except they want that uh, that uh, oppressive government. Now, once they have it, they they will regret it because it will affect them also. But in the meantime, they don't mind uh, expanding all this energy of hate and disrespect to take it from us. They're just being tools of whoever is behind them. And that is hard for them to understand. The people that cooperated with Hitler, they didn't realize that they were just being tools, that on a dime he would turn around and, uh, you know, kill them. It's just, uh, you know, and and, uh, Stalin did the same thing. Stalin would 
if you were a general in this army and you were on good terms with him, if you went to work in the morning, uh, you might not come home in the evening because he had a cellar underneath his the, the building where he would p- tell people to go and meet and they would never come back up again because he shot them. And those were his, his favorite buddies. So, you you know, and, and these people are doing the same thing. I mean, look at what's going on in the streets. Now, if you would have told me that that would happen when I came to this country, I would not have believed it. They they do it with impunity. They feel they have the right to hit somebody in the streets, to kill somebody in the streets, just because they voted for President Trump. When I came over, you could have a conversation with somebody that believed differently than you. And when you left, you still would be friends. You just had, you know, exchanged different ideas. But nobody felt they needed to threaten anybody. And that is, you know, those are, you know, Hitler tactics. Well, again, uh, what you voiced is something that really comes from history. You mentioned Stalin uh, and Hitler. Groups, activist groups, use other people as tools in order to take power. In our case, they're using the the media, the press, um, they're using the, the stars in Hollywood, uh, and people like that. They're being used to promote an idea because those people really truly believe that they are immune to whatever happens to the rest of us. But you know as well as I do what... Stalin called these people, he called them useful idiots because that's what they were to him. He used them to get power, and once he had power, they were murdered. They were not given the chance. They were not given what they had been promised. He used them. They were useful idiots. He coined the term useful idiots, and then he murdered them. And that's really what's going on here. We have the activists who are using the tools, the Hollywood elite, the the elites in all the areas, the media elites, which think that they are impervious to whatever might happen. But we know that in the grand scheme of things, that if the activists, the collectivist activists take power, these people will be sacrificed as well, unless they are completely useful and they will be used until they're used up, and then they will be sacrificed as well. well- to bring it up to date, uh, the young leader of, of North Korea, he even kills his own family. You know, so if even family ties don't mean anything to uh, to um, to tell uh, you know the dictators, and so you know these people that that the Hollywood crowd they have always since I came to this country they have always been caught up in their own PR and how important they are. I came over during the McCarthy era, and it was absolute bedlam. Most people don't even know what that means anymore. But when I came over, I spoke King's English, and my mother-in-law advised me. She said, if you want to talk to Americans, you will learn American. And she said, watch these um, shows on TV, these hearings. And there were, I think, only like three stations at the time. And she said, the commentators speak Listen to them. They speak perfect English. And uh, she said, then in the morning, uh, read the newspaper because it'll have the same uh, comments and so on in the newspaper. And then underline every word that you don't know and look it up in the dictionary. 
Yes, so I got baptized into politics and what was going on, and uh, you know, right from the time I came over, and the Hollywood crowd, they would turn people in if they had, uh, you know, a beef with somebody, they would go and turn them in and say they were, you know, communists. And at the time, we had, I think, I believe, ninety communists in our government. And, um, you know, they wanted to keep him out and not let him have, uh, you know, uh, the opportunity to serve in Washington, D.C. But you just could see how they, you know, so many of them were falling for it and then had a hard time to get back out when they realized that they were being tools, you know, so or uh, used as tools. So they have always been on the forefront because the uh, people that want to control the Americans have known all along how much influence they have because they're popular. You know, and they see them in movies, and they believe that what they say is, is true when, you know, most of them are uneducated, and they don't even have high school educations, and they don't know anything about history. They don't know anything about uh, Stalin or Hitler or Mao Zedong and, and so on. You know, it's just uh, in China what's going on there, and they killed millions of people. And so, uh, you know, they, uh, um, they cannot be believed because they have no clue. But then, you know, they, you have all of the PR going on in the newspapers and you have all of the television shows that, that you know, promote their knowledge and so on. And so people just get sucked in to thinking that they're important and they have something to say when actually it is um, that what they're talking is doomed, doomed to the regular American and to our... Um, First Amendment, our Second Amendment, and Bill of Rights, you know, and everything. So uh, they cannot be believed. Dr. Dan's interview with Audie Christ. We'll be right back after a quick break. Well, you know, you mentioned the McCarthy hearings. One of the, one of the important facts is that there were communists. The, the State Department was filled with communists at that, right. in that era. And most of the people who wrote the United Nations Charter, representatives from the United States, were in fact communists themselves. And that's why we have a United Nations uh, that really basically is looking to impose socialist one-world governments on the entire planet. Right. They, 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 and 185 uh, of the 213 members of the United Nations are Islamic or uh, Islamic sympathizers, Islamic countries or Islamic sympathizers. And so what they think and what really, uh, you know, what we believe, they're totally opposite. And, and just because they're there does not mean that they're good for America. They never have been. You know, and I uh, um, was reading something some time ago that I believe it was Eleanor Roosevelt that really was in favor of starting it while it was still in San Francisco. You know, so it's just uh, amazing that America has had enough patience to keep them here instead of sending them all home and to give them so much of our tax money. Well, we're starting to see a little bit of reversal of that trend now. I know that we have withdrawn from the Human Rights Council, which was a sham to begin with. Right. Some of the members of the Human Rights Council were some of the major abusers of human rights, 
and there they're sitting on a UN council supposed to protect human rights. Uh, that's a sham as far as I'm concerned. And most of what the United Nations does is designed to further only the one world goals of the United Nations, mainly to disarm the Earth's population, uh, to have a United Nations army rule the world, and have the United Nations itself be the world governor uh, in terms of the world court and the world finance and all of those things, which the globalists, of course, are all in favor of, all in favor of. But basically, all of that flies directly in the face of individualism and individual rights. Right. And I believe that is why um, we're having so much of an upheaval against President Trump, because uh, it's kind of like, you know, a kid having a temper fit. You know, you've given us all this money all along, and now you're, you know, you're taking it away from us. So they've been spoiled, and they don't like, uh, you know, to have their uh, plans stopped. And uh, I'm just, you know, really glad that he is using you know, Secretary Haley to do that and that they're standing up for rights. But again, it, Americans have just not been into uh, finding out what the United Nations stands for. They, they have had like a utopian view of the United Nations. And, and so the United Nations has blinded them, making them think that, you know, they're in for the good of, for everybody. And it's just has been only the last two years that, you know, here and there some people have realized that the United Nations really is against America. And yet we have paid them so much of our tax money because we were lied to. And the different presidents, you know, fell in for that too. And so it's just, you know, if you have had um, the American taxpayers' uh, money, like an open ATM, and then somebody comes along and shuts the door, they're going to be upset. And that is what's happening and by their, with President Trump and why they're treating him so badly. Well, you know, the, what's, what's really happening on another plane is uh, the Supreme Court is directly involved in this issue because for the last hundred years, the, collective, the collectivists, the progressives, have packed the Supreme Court with people who will support and further the collectivist agenda. And so we've had decision after decision over the last hundred years, which takes away states' rights, takes away individual rights. And they have been progressing happily down that path until now, all of a sudden, we have a president who is starting to put true conservatives on the court because the court then will become a, a body of government that can actually stop what's going on on a legal basis. Uh, and that's one of the other reasons that there's so much anger against President Trump and against uh, conservatives is because we understand finally that we have to control the, the federal court system in order to make sure that collectivism does not progress. Well, and the the you know the um, collectivists uh, they stack their regular courts with appointees you know in the court systems, and the judges then cannot be fired. It doesn't matter what kind of you know decisions they they make, and um, you know like the person in New Mexico, you know that let the uh, the Muslims uh, that were running that. Um, 
training camp, you know, um, she let them loose without even money bond, just on a signature bond. And then, uh, since then, our government, I don't know which branch, they have taken bulldozers and bulldozed the whole place down so nobody can look for evidence. You know, that, that kind of stuff, this has to stop. So there are so many different levels on which uh, the, um, you know, the, the um, one-world government people are working. That is just amazing. And I be, um, also believe that uh, President Trump just did not realize how deep the deep the swamp was because there are people that that are working in Washington DC it doesn't matter who the president is they keep their job but i have heard of many cases where they you know at this point working against president trump even though they have a union and they cannot you know be fired well that shouldn't be either you know so you have what 40,000 people working in the government and they are doing things to undermine the president, you know, that's just not acceptable. I heard, um, I can't remember which uh, Supreme Court justice it was, but, you know, they work together, and when they write, you know, decisions and so on, they, sometimes they have other judges look at it and say, this is what I'm going to do, you know, will you support me on this? And the uh, other one had said yes, that he would just send it over to me. And so um, it, uh, when it came up for a vote it, vote, it failed. And when they met each other again at an event, the first one, you know, asked him, uh, you know, what happened? You were going to support me on this. He, and the other one said, well, you never sent it over to me. And he said, I sure did. And see, what has happened is the office personnel loses it. It falls between the desk. It falls between or it gets misfiled or falls between the wall and the desk. You know, that kind of undermining, I don't think that, uh, you know, President Trump expected to be so deep. So he has some work to do, and, and I just hope these upcoming elections that people will wake up enough. Number one, that they will go to the polls and, uh, you know, try to keep uh, the other side out, you know, Hillary supporters, and uh, give President Trump a chance to, you know, clean it up. We we just you know we can't have this you know kind of um, backstabbing by our, our own people who have a job and who want to keep it. You know again that smacks of what happened under you know Hitler. The the ones that wanted to do something something good and and overthrow him, you know they were betrayed and so or they you know did it to keep uh, um, favor with Hitler. They wouldn't do certain things. So we just cannot let that be repeated here. You know, you brought up Hitler again, and I wanted to be clear for everyone that Nazi, the Nazi Party, Nazi stood for National Social Democratic Party. Is that not true? Mm-hmm. So yes, what, it is. So when people today talk about democratic socialism, they're really no different than the Nazi Party and Adolf Hitler. Well, they're not, but they turn around and um, accuse the um, um, Republicans of being Nazis. So that means that they have no clue what they're talking about. They they are just mouthpieces for some people that are behind them. You know, I know that our uh, economy is booming and there are jobs to be had and so on, but these people that are out in the streets protesting at every drop of the hat, they must not have jobs. 
you know, or somebody else is paying them because um, you don't see that with the, with the Republicans because they're, they're working. We can't show up in droves like they do. And when we come, nobody pays our bills, you know, or gas. We do it on our own. But they're out there all the time, and I feel so sorry for when I see these kids in the streets screaming these things because I know that they've been programmed, and I know that they don't know what they're talking about. And they will suffer eventually uh, if they get what they want. And so it's just really a double-edged sword what they're doing to themselves. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Joy in everything. 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 Everything gonna be all right this morning.